So I just want to go ahead and apologize for the audio quality on my end. We were having a ton of technical difficulties this day. And unfortunately, I sound like I'm fucking um, in a cave. So anyway, this is a great, great podcast with myself and Evan Bardis with Tribe. I think you're going to hear his audio. And like, honestly, he was the one who really brought the value in my opinion. So just fucking try to ignore me. I apologize. I try not to suck when I make these podcasts, but sometimes I just fuck it up. Enjoy. All righty. Okay, guys, it is Stu. It is What the Fuck Gym Talk. And I have Evan Bardis with Tribe. Not Trib. Some of you fuckers might have seen their logo, T-R-I-I-B, and you might have thought it was Trib, but guess what? It's fucking not. It is Tribe. These guys own a member management platform. Um, Evan and me actually got to start working together. I remember I was on literally a car. I was in a I, We had scheduled a call, you and me, and I was in the backseat of my car with my wife driving down to Charleston, South Carolina for a vacation, and we jammed the very first time about us collaborating on some content. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and that actually hasn't even launched yet, which is, uh, which is a shame, but it's coming out actually in the next 30 days. So uh, stay tuned for that. That'll be fun. So we have to collab on that and we have to work on content back and forth, which is a lot of fun for me. Um, and then we got to meet in person at the Aaron and Mortar Summit recently, which was awesome. And you got to, you guys were one of the signature sponsors of that event. And, you know, you guys were able to, to talk to members and stuff, but the reason for everyone listening that I wanted Evan and the tribe guys at the self-made summit, which is my, you know, branding, rebranding summit is because you don't understand how much of the client experience exists inside of your laptop, inside of that member management software, inside of the, the app and the way they log into it. And you guys see so much of that on a different end. I talk about like, you know, you got to have your core values and your core focus. You guys aren't fucking with that. But what you are fucking with is someone be like, okay, I used to do all paid in full. We had five packs, 10 packs, and 20 packs of classes. I want to go to an EFT with my new model. How do I do that? Or I need to raise prices on these members because we just moved into a brand new building. And we're now, we were CrossFit ABC and now we're ABC Strength and Conditioning. And this new building and my new name, I think, warrants an extra 30 bucks a month. How is the best way that I do a price raise? Right. So like talk to me a little bit as to what tribe sees on that end of people making logistic operational changes within the business as it might relate to them, maybe rebranding or just maybe uh, repositioning or improving the brand. Um, sure. So, yeah, I mean, as you said, I think the biggest thing that we're seeing from our side of the world is we play an interesting role in the whole process where in a lot of ways, we're that back office, we're the back end system uh, that's making a lot of these gears work. And there's there's some great mentors out there, some great business consultants, uh, and some great operators of gyms. But ultimately, when it comes back to you know taking the vision or taking a strategy and executing on it, that becomes what's done in the nitty gritty of a membership management platform. And so our all our whole goal at Tribe really is to make a process that is seemingly cumbersome, clunky, and convoluted and simplify it and make it so much easier where you have dashboards that you can understand what's working my business, what's not. Um, I want to roll out a new model for maybe I, I try and switch to a PT first model or I want to roll out a new nutrition program or I have an idea that I just jammed with Stu on over the weekend and I want to put some action into place and execute on a, on a new strategy. I can actually track clearly over time, you know, how that's working and if that's, if that's working for me. Yeah. So, that's kind of the way the role that we play in the whole process is, is clarifying and cleanly showing people what's actually happening inside their gym. And I think it's so like, so Alchemy 365 is one of the, uh, the other, um, the 
uh, signature keynote deliveries. Mike Jones is doing that. And Mike's company, Alchemy, I think has one of the most interesting funnels. And I think I'm really hoping a lot of the people that are going to come are really going to steal his funnel. And it's where if you were to steal this funnel that I'm about to lay out to you that Alchemy does, you would want to be working with your membership management guys and someone like Evan over at Tribe to make sure that the touch points and someone's ability to access and get into the funnel in each of these stages was seamless. So what Alchemy does, every weekend, every week, there's free pop-up shops. It might be outside of an Anthropology, which is a women's retail store. It might be outside of a Starbucks or in a park. They set up an A-frame sign, free workout. You've got to give us, though, you've got to fill out our waiver, name, email, and phone number. And now we've acquired it. Once you attend one of the free ones, which is the big top of the funnel, they then invite you in for a free week. So now you've got to have an ability to know where somebody is in the system. Okay, we met that person. They're here. Now they're going to go ahead and do their free week. We need to get them a, an ability to check in for classes, right? We need to be able to see them in our membership management software. And now they're here for the free week. Halfway through the free week, they start p- pitching them for the membership. Your first month's membership is only $95. Oh, wow. That sounds like a good deal. So now they're even a little bit deeper. Now that the first month is a front-end offer of $95, and then every month thereafter, I believe, is $160. So, I mean, that is a very detailed funnel. And when I say detailed, I don't mean what a lot of these fuckers listening, and I love you guys, but you are fuckers. And a lot of you are like, oh, well, I have this click funnels from this Facebook ad and this Instagram, and it goes over here to this landing page. No, these guys literally get into the streets every single weekend and throughout the week as well and put on free, in-person, meet people, touch them type fucking events. And that becomes the top of their funnel, and they lead them to a free week discount a month, full payment. Talk to me about what you guys see on your end and from Tribe's perspective. Do you see things as, as detailed as that for, for most micro gyms when they're trying to create a funnel process of getting people into the, the business? I know you guys don't do the necessarily the marketing for it, but those, those products, those services and contracts and subscriptions have to be built in to the membership management software. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the way that we approach it is we have to know our strengths. So we're, we're, I mean, we are an all-in-one platform. So we really do everything from uh, helping you acquire customers to onboarding them, getting them educated and, and kind of spun up, uh, getting them engaged, and of course, to filtering them back in with new, new programs, new initiatives to re-engage and, and create referrals, right? So there's a lot of our system that starts at the beginning of the member journey and goes till the end. Um, I don't think the way, I mean, the way you just described, I think a lot of people go into, you know, I want to acquire new members. What are the different methods that I can do it? There's clearly 11 different ways to, or 1100 different ways to skin a cat. And I think most people start thinking about paid search or paid advertising first and ground, uh, let's say grassroots or, you know, hitting the pavement last. And I think most of that stuff is super organic and super easy. It's just a lot of effort and maybe people get scared by that, but putting together an image or putting together an audience inside of Facebook through this guru that you knew for three weeks or this uh, social media person who knew your aunt Sally. I mean, those are all, I think, routes to go. Um, But from what our system sees, and I certainly see this, I think macro level, especially over the past 18 months is what I think works in the gym management space that that doesn't necessarily work everywhere else, or I guess in most small businesses, is they start with this automatic conversion mechanism. And it's the idea of 
what is the first thing that people are going to interact with your business on and purchase? And it always, it, it typically ends up not being what they end up continuing with. And so there's always like kind of a phase one and a phase two of memberships and, and onboarding and getting new customers. Whereas in many other businesses, you know, a purchase is kind of the purchase and it's either going to be that purchase going forward recurring or it's going to be that purchase. Oh, and then we're going to upsell you a different thing. And then we're going to upsell you a different thing. And it's constantly changing. And so with our system, we have prospect management built right into the platform. So the way we handle it is we allow gyms to, or the way we look at it is how many memberships or how many products are being created. Attendance packs is what we call them. Um, or appointments are being booked that have a membership attached to it. And that's, in other words, it's a way of doing a set it and forget it style membership where Stu comes in, he's excited about uh, the sign that they saw uh, for free 30 days. Uh, he gets, you know, his first appointment is, let's say, a, a personal training session with, with a consult built around it. I get to know him, et cetera. And then instead of doing anything else, I just let that, that product exist in our platform and it auto updates 30 days from now or whenever I set it in the future to a recurring membership at an executed price. And so that's the type of thing that if you pay enough attention when you're setting someone up and you understand exactly what you're trying to, to accomplish or when they actually graduate to a new program, what that looks like, you set it once and spend 10, 15 minutes maximum, maximum setting it up and then that person's good for the next two years. So you could create this uh, funnel journey very similar to what I just laid out with Alchemy, which ride where they come in and it's comp for this amount of time and then if they decide to stick around, it goes down to this price point and if they stick around longer, it would graduate to a bigger price point. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's so fucking cool. And so the first time I heard that, I, I was talking with Mike Jones, maybe it was two years ago and he was telling me about this funnel the thing that impressed me about it from top to bottom was that he starts with human interaction, starts with it. So in it, let's, I'm going to use our relationship on this. I digitally made myself, you were aware of me digitally. And then we had a phone call. We really kind of hit it off on those first couple phone calls and was like, this is a cool partnership. I think this would work for us. Now, the digital content that I put out, it was like, oh, yeah, okay, that guy's smart, or I like his delivery, or he's funny, or whatever the fuck it is. But it doesn't always seal the deal. Like, you need that human interaction. What I love about Alchemy, and they're going to talk about this um, in their keynote, is how they start with that personal interaction at the top of the funnel. But you need a back office member management system that can be on an iPad with a Wi-Fi connection at the park, and you get their name email. Like, I have so many gyms like, oh, I did that at the, the local whatever coffee shop. Like, great. How many leads did you catch? Well, you know, I brought a piece of paper and everyone wrote their name, but everyone looked like fucking Helen Keller on crack writing their name. And I can't read any of the fucking email addresses and the phone numbers are fake. And it's all a disaster. Stuff. Yeah. It's an absolute disaster. And you're not saving any fucking trees and you're not capturing any leads because everyone's signatures and handwriting is all jacked up. But um, what, talk to me about, do you see a lot of people taking your, because again, like you go to, you, like if I went to the tribe's website, I could go and see the the iPhone with your tribe's app on it. I could go right. to the iPad and I could see the desktop. Yeah. You see people really taking the portable version of this stuff out to the streets as no. on, or is it, I'm sitting here, I threw some Facebook ads out into the world and I'm really hoping to catch all these fishies with my, yes. Facebook the, the, the latter a hundred percent. So I, I think it's what's old is new again. Right. And I think in a lot of ways, the, I mean, if actually here's a, a stupid example, but I'm going to use it. The, um, one of the biggest, uh, fraud cases in the past 10 years is, 
people are getting defrauded from uh, this this type of uh, it, it, what is it? It is a type of like um, not spam. Uh, it's a type of fraud. Okay. It's, it's a type. So there's there's this fraud going around that uh, someone hacks into an email address just by going on LinkedIn using someone's email address inside of a company. And they go to one of their subordinates or someone lower in the rung than them. And what is working so well for these scammers is they grab an email address that's publicly available. They say, oh, this person's the COO, so I'm going to just go to a middle manager or something like that and let them know, uh, hey, so-and-so, this is, um, <laughs> this is your COO. Uh, I'm in a bind and I need cash. Oh, wow. And and it, it's just a straight up email. And the, the trick to it is they have a way of masking the email. Uh, so it just, it shows when you look in your email, it doesn't direct, especially from your phone, it doesn't show the uh, exact email addresses. Yeah, the full domain, yeah. And so they have a, a way of masking that to a point where the person's name and they say, I, I need cash, you know, as soon as possible. Can you just go to an ATM and, and wire me this money? And people are doing it to the point, tune of like one point something billion dollars. Yeah. And so like this is a huge – and that, that's the old school way of scamming, which was, hey, I kind of look like someone. Can you send me money? Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, so I think a lot of gyms right now are, are still in this, this mindset of like, all right, Facebook ads can work, certainly. It is a supportive mechanism. There are ways to do it. There are ways to do it certainly well. Uh, when you get really good at it, you can start leaning on it more. But in, in a lot of ways, I think when people say word of mouth is not scalable, that's garbage because it is. The, the challenge is it's not easily trackable. And so there's ways you, know, you can go into, I think, at the summit where you can start leveraging your word of mouth as an actual strategy as opposed to saying, oh, word of mouth isn't a strategy. When you, we all know the number one reason why most gyms are getting new members is because their members who they currently have are talking about them. Yeah. And so that's the biggest thing. And I think when, when a lot of people think about what's old is new again in marketing and how can I attract new members, there's some super low cost and super valuable ways of going door to door or simply doing basic promotions like you're talking about with a, a nice simple ass A-frame that can attract people in as opposed to going, let's say the digital route or using gimmicks or anything like that. I, so we do, uh, and I'll talk about this at the summit as well, even more. So one of my guerrilla marketing tag, I'm a huge in guerrilla marketing. Like if anyone would like just go to Amazon, put a guerrilla marketing and download, I can't, I can't get the author right now, but like he's written like every guerrilla marketing book out there and I'm big into it. And we do it at apartment complexes. We do hangover breakfast Saturdays. Yeah. We go to a restaurant that we have a partnership with and we buy like 50 fucking like ch egg and chicken biscuits, like fried chicken, egg biscuits, champagne, OJ, and I take it to an apartment complex. Now, this is a young millennial apartment complex. They're definitely all banged up on Friday night. And then Urban Movement is on site, not with a workout, not with a workout because my market is hung over on Saturday. So I show up there with biscuits and great and all this stuff and mimosas, little hair of the dog action. Right. And we go ahead and we have Legion. We have an iPad or whatever they put in the, if they want the free week. My personal interaction, me personally, and I don't do a lot of these guys. Like I don't do a lot of these. I'm not boots on the ground as much, but my personal interaction, I did one maybe three months ago. We, I was there for two hours. I spent $200 on, I think we just, what our cost was for the biscuits and all that shit, 250 maybe. Literally within three hours, that one girl that I talked to, 
filled out a lead form, contacted us, came in, did everyone join the gym, and now she's been here for, let's say, three months, four months, and I'm, you know, 3x my ROI on that whole thing. Because if you cannot outdo your personality. If you think you've got a good personality, there's no fucking landing page, click funnels, anything that is going to be as awesome as you talking to someone, making them laugh, making them think, hey, that guy or girl is cool. They act like someone I would fuck with. I'm going to go check out their business, gym, laundromat, store, Chinese restaurant, whatever the fuck it may be. Now, let me talk on the member management side of this. There's a lot of things that have been out there like, you know, if I put out a, nobody can see this as a podcast, but this I'm showing Evan here. This is literally like a little one hitter we have that sits here in the coffee shop yeah. for class and you can scan a QR code, right? Now QR code scanning, eh, it didn't really take off like I think everybody thought it would. Texting the numbers, maybe a little bit better. Or if there's just a very simple link, urbanmovement.com backslash free week. And they can go to that and when they fill it out, that ties into tribe or whatever member meant. Like the seamlessness and talk to me a little bit about that on your side, the tribe. How, how important is it for it to be seamless for someone to access something either in paper form and then get their information to the gym via the member management software or something like digitally, like, you know, a link off a landing page or whatever it may be. Yeah. I mean, do you want members, right? Yes. I'd like members. Okay, cool. What is the best way to tell members you don't want them? make any part of their potential sign-up journey complex or in otherwise, in other words, clunky. And so the more steps someone needs to take, naturally, the less people are going to complete those steps. And you'd be so shocked because in our brains, I think it's so easy to say, well, if they're interested in signing up or they're interested in this trial or they're interested in this free challenge, you know, they're halfway through you know, the, the actual action already. Why would they bail because the form is too long or why would they bail because now they have to re-enter the same information twice and the answer is because they're humans because yeah. i do that twice twice a week every week yeah. because i'm always interested in, in doing something and my ideas will flow and as soon as it becomes super difficult i'm always weighing like well you know what maybe this isn't right i shouldn't have signed up in the first place i'll do it next month and then they never do yeah it's usually just an excuse mechanism that's like oh this seems really clunky oh you know what i think i might have to call them to like confirm my email or something i don't see a password that was supposed to be sent on my login and now it's all right you know what i'm just not going to go yeah and so of course it has to be as seamless as possible and so thinking about the the 5 to 7 like key channels that people are going to contact you on and just having a simple one-page doc that says, like, you know, it comes through this channel, here's how we respond, here's our expectation for a response. Uh, if, if someone walks in the door, we have our, you know, tribe kiosk ready to rock, and actually people can self-sign up. They can self-sign up, or they can say, hey, actually, I'm just looking to talk to somebody, uh, but, you know, you're a one-man band, you're busy with class, I'm just going to drop my information in. And it allows the coach or the staff member who's there to run over and say, hey, sorry, we're actually a little short staff today. I'd be more than happy if you want to wait with classes another like 10 minutes or you can just drop your information in and I'll give you a call. It is such a great realistic tool for single owner operators who yeah. fall in that situation of coaching the 530 and somebody walks in. That is amazing. I wish I would have had that back. I wish you guys would have been around in 2009. Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. We're, we're around now, baby. It's 2019. And so you have that kiosk. You have, of course, the online portals, which allow people to, to do seamless drop-ins. They can select the time, select a drop-in, all based on customizations that the gym says, either I allow drop-ins, I don't allow drop-ins. 
You can book a one-on-one -on -one PT yeah. session. You can book a one-on-one -on -one consult session. You can you can call it you know appointments, which we're launching next month. Is is kind of the preface of all of this, which is PT first model is a very interesting way of looking at things. Increasing the amount of cash and, and revenue you're getting at the point of sign up. Um, I, I think you call it EFT cash, right? Um, I think that's a very important thing that businesses can leverage, especially especially if they don't want to just in 60 days from now ramp prices to the sky. There's ways that they can introduce something like, you know, uh, I think a PT first upgrade or a PT first like model to, to start getting revenue in the business much faster. Yeah, and I, I love the idea that you were talking about earlier about the, the audit, like if we can take a membership that gradually increases over time, because one of the hardest things then is to have to have that conversation with, oh, well, it was free, now it's this, and now it's this, and now it's this. Like, especially if a PT first journey. A lot yeah. of people have a PT first journey, you know, uh, free consult, and then here's the PT at this price, and there's a membership at this price, versus if you just put them on the track, and it just goes, and it just happens automatically. But every time yeah. you have a conversation about it, you have a conversation about it once, and that person's probably not going to think twice about it afterwards. Yeah, and it, just, the same way that conversion is such a valuable thing later down the road, you know, post sign up, that sign up process becomes this this huge friction point that you want to make as frictionless as possible. Yeah. And so it's through the online signups that that you're gathering a form. Sure, they say they're interested, or they just signed up for a trial class, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um. And now your relationship begins and your, your opportunity in a lot of ways. I mean, we have all the data from a marketing perspective, especially as a, as a business to consumer, uh, small business model, that 60% of a, a new user's decision is made up before they even walk in the door. And so what you really need to do is just not screw that up. And that's the whole angle is make it easy. Give the conversation, I mean, kick off the conversation the right way. So when someone submits a form that says either I want to sign up for this free trial, I want to sign up for this new PT session, I want to sign up for, or I just want to give you my information, call me, I don't know if this is right for me. That's where you can introduce some super basic automations like, you know, sending out custom welcome emails. Hey, thanks so much. You know what I mean? And that is like, that's the most basic level, I think, uh, of of a customer experience that you can start setting up where people come in and it's, it's really feeling like it's seamless. And all the while, all you're doing is reaffirming them that, oh, wow, this is easy. Oh, wow, I just got a nice custom welcome email. Oh, they're, oh cool, cool. I already have a date to come and see this person. Oh, good. I'm meeting with Brad on the, on the 31st. It just reaffirms that they're making the right decision and that they now are, are starting to already build trust with like, all right, A, this business cares about me and and B, I'm not fucking up. Like I'm not making a bad decision in coming to this gym. Uh, this is this is the right path for me. If anyone's bought anything on Instagram in the past, let's say year, right? You'll see the E, the online merchants are doing this very much so. And if, again, a lot of gyms we just talked about. I love a top of the funnel in person guerrilla marketing type approach. But once you get through the funnel, there should be some very fast, seamless ways. So if someone sees an Instagram ad, they swipe on it, and I can buy my first class for five dollars to try Urban Movement. I should be able to hit that button, be taken, put in my name, email, and phone number, pay the five dollars, and then have an email that hits me. Like there is levels of automation that need to come into play at certain times. I literally just to go back to this. I just bought new betting. This is so boring and fucking just douchey. Betting? Betting. So if you ever heard of Brooklinen, Brooklinen is like the big, like they're all over Instagram. If you're searching for betting whatsoever, 
like new duvet covers, all this fucking domesticated bullshit. What is happening? No, I know. Right. If you do trust me, you'll get on Instagram and you'll get hit with Brooklyn in over and over and over and over and over again. It took me three weeks of hitting every ad, looking at their stuff, checking out the sizes. What are the materials? All this stuff. Again, this really stupid pussy bullshit we're talking about right now. But here's what I want to talk about. The, the first time I hit a landing page, they said, hey, put in this coupon code and you get whatever, 25% off your first order. Do you think I remember that fucking coupon code 62 clicks later? No. But they literally had cookied me to the point where the second I went in, they said, hey, remember that coupon code we gave you? It literally popped up. Well, it expired, but we're going to renew it for you. And they instantly applied it to my cart. Yeah. Like, like $500 on fucking betting and a 25% thing. I was, I was, because I thought I lost it. But even, e, I look at like e-merchants, like guys that do what you do, do it for brick and mortar, but essentially you guys are actually probably better suited for even online retailers than you almost are brick and mortar, to be honest. Yeah, and we have some of that coming out. I don't want to go too much into that now, but yeah, that, that's definitely, I think, you have to. That's in the works for us. Like uh, Instagram's like people that run their, that sell online e the retailers and that utilize Instagram. Everyone, if you're not buying things, I, everything I buy now is from Instagram because I am so curious what the top of the top are doing, client experience digitally. Because while people are always going to walk in our doors before they buy the $200 a month membership, that front end offer, whether it's free or whether it's $5 for a class or 20 or whatever it may be, or like Orange Theory, Orange Theory charges you 23 bucks. Right? right, I mean, they only charge if you don't show. But there still needs to be an interaction that is fast, quick, and it gets into your member management software. So there's not this clunky. Oh yeah, I can take your phone, your your card over the phone. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It's absolute disaster. disaster. Right. Absolute disaster. But um, these are all the things, guys. That I am. This is why I wanted Tribe to come to this. You know, uh, the 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 main speakers are talking about how they rebranded their gyms. I look at Tribe as being one of the leaders in the industry of the guys who truly understand the elements of rebranding. Um, and I, I think they're going to even understand even better after being at this summit to where anyone who's looking to rebrand and knows maybe some membership headaches of converting people to different kind of memberships and price points and styles. These guys are going to, they're going to get it because anyone who attends this goddamn thing is going to walk out of here smarter because there's never been a summit on rebranding in the micro gym industry, especially niched with this CrossFit scene thing. So um, have it, man. I'm, I'm super excited to get with the, you know, jam with you again in person and, and hang out in, uh, in Charlotte and have you down here, dude. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely looking forward to it. It should be a really good time. Awesome, bro. Listen, if anyone's got some questions for you and they want to hit you up before the summit, how can they best reach you? Shout out, shout me out of my personal email address, or I guess it's my professional email address, but my direct one, it's Evan, E-V-A-N, at tribe, T-R-I-I-B.com. Phenomenal. And if you fuckers call it Trib, I'll throat punch you. All right, yep. Evan, man, it was a pleasure, dude. Thank you so much. I'll be seeing you in October, and uh, we're rock and roll.